What is up, guys? Welcome back to Wrestling Crossroads. One half of the dynamic duo here, Twisted, alongside Brother Pyro. What's up, guys? We are here talking about Halloween Havoc for NXT tonight. So let's get spooky! And I think this is the first ever, like, comeback for the TakeOver events, correct? Yes! Since they were 2.0 beforehand, correct? Yes, we finally have premium live events for NXT again. So, starting off, I do just want to mention, because it was, you know, obviously a very big deal, that Shotzi Blackheart will be coming back down to NXT for the one time to host alongside Quincy Elliott. Not her first time hosting. No. And let's talk about how Quincy Elliott got this opportunity to co-host with the oh-so-beautiful, dark, and twisted Shotzi Blackheart. Take us through it. Um, so it started off with Zion... I think that's how you say his name? Um, coming out and asking to co-host Quincy Elliott... Then comes out and was like, well, I want to co-host. Um, fast forward about 30 seconds. A match made official. Winner gets that opportunity. Your winner, the super diva, Quincy Elliott. I gotta say, I, I think I have to watch a little bit more of Quincy Elliott. Because I just, it's nothing against him. It's more the character. I just can't get behind it just yet. Nope, nope. I, I'm completely lost about it. Don't actually know what's going on. He is impressive in the ring, do not get me wrong, but this character just... He looks just like a more flamboyant and bigger version of Velveteen Dream. Sorry to say it. Yeah, you're not wrong. Alright, um, do you actually want to start us off? Alright, so the first match we have on the card. North American title up for grabs in a five-way ladder match. You have former North American champion Carmelo Hayes taking on Wesley Oromanasa, Von Wagner, and Nathan Frazier. Talk about chaotic. Oh yeah, most definitely. I could see a lot going on in this match. So, um, going through all of our picks... Flash and Desario seem to be on the team of Wes Lee. You have Nathan Frazier, and my pick is Von Wagner. How about you let me pick your brain and you give me insight on why you picked Nathan Frazier? Well, even seeing him go through the like the best two out of three uh, match that he's been going on with. Um, oh, that with series Axiom. was so beautiful. Yes. Okay. Um, and even like watching a bit of him beforehand when he did take on former champion Carmelo Hayes and almost actually won the match had it not been for his lackey. I, I think this would be, this is great to make Nathan Frazier a big name. And this is like a perfect time to just have him win the title. I don't see, I, I mean, I could see after a while him going for like the bigger title, but I don't see a more opportune time than to make him the champion right now. All right, I can, I can see the logic behind that. What about you with Von Wagner? Um, I think just Von Wagner's kind of been on a little bit of a roll right now, and if you want to cement him as a dominant competitor, I think him winning this match would be a step in the right direction. Well, I mean, just about all of them have been on a winningly, 
winning streak as of late, aside from a little bit of Carmelo Hayes, and I don't know much about Oro, but Wesley's been on a winning streak. Von Wagner's been on a winning streak, and like we just talked about, Nathan Frazier. So I know Flash went for Wesley because he does prefer the underdog, and it looks like with this, Wesley is probably the biggest underdog. It's got to be Wesley or Oro to be yeah to come out underdog. But yeah, no, like I said, I just think Wagner could use the little bit the rub just a little more right now. Okay, all right. Um, jumping into the next match, we have Apollo Cruz taking on Grayson Waller. Now, this has really been a very big, like, one-sided rivalry. Grayson Waller doesn't really seem like he wants anything to do with Apollo. Apollo's like, nah, I keep having these visions, so I'm going to take you out. And just... Quite frankly, I'm not understanding where the direction of this story, if I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah, it's been definitely. a little hard to follow for me. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it might just be us. It might just be. Um... So looking at the predictions, everybody aside from myself chose Apollo Cruz to win this. Why you chose to be the different one? I went with Grayson Waller because like we've like we've talked about and even just personally, I can't get behind what they're doing with Apollo Cruz. I see that anytime he's gone up against Grayson Waller, it's been more Apollo sided. So this would be the one time Grayson Waller kind of takes the W on it. And plus with him being like on a roll as of late and everything else. I could see it really legitimizing him as a superstar if he were to knock off Apollo. Okay. Uh, why don't you take us on to the next match that I know you're very excited about? We have Elba Fire challenging Toxic Attractions Mandy Rose for her NXT Women's Title. This is going to be a lot of fun. This is. Um, I don't believe there's any stipulation in this match. I don't believe so, which is whatever. I'm okay with it. Not necessarily needed in this match, especially with the way that the rivalry was. Oh, yeah. Unanimous pick, Mandy walks out, still holding on to gold. I mean, today is technically 365 for her. 365 days since she... uh has held the title, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, don't necessarily quote me 100% on that. But I know last year at Halloween Havoc, she did beat Raquel Gonzalez then, now Raquel Rodriguez, for the title. So this is definitely a year from the event, not necessarily the date. Yes. Um, I mean, the year of Mandy, though, is has been great, going strong, and I'm actually loving it. And I mean, momentum is kind of on her side, considering she did kind of unify the NXT women's and NXT UK women's title. Yes. About a month ago. So I know that we've we've been very strong on Mandy. I was reading a couple things um that is saying that they're looking for Mandy Rose to beat Shayna Baszler's record. Do you see that happening here? Yeah, absolutely. If they keep booking her to be this much of a badass, I don't see why it wouldn't, especially cuz it's all made sense for her character, made sense for the gimmick. Um, and then with where she's at with the crowd, with the fan base, and with the company as champion, it just it makes sense to keep pushing her to win. Yes. I was I was about to quote Cameron Mr. Cameron Grimes real quick. Oh, uh, pushing her to the moon. Yes, because it is an actual 
phrase, and it just, it made sense in that moment to you. speak said phrase. So, secondary question off of my first one. Who do you see as her next challenger if she beats Elba? Or when she beats Elba, I should say, tonight. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Remember, we do have a couple of, uh, we do still have Blair Davenport and, uh, from NXT UK that is over. Personally, I think Blair Davenport should have got the shot before Elba Fire. I don't think Elba Fire is ready for this opportunity. They've fought multiple times in the beginning of Mandy's run when she was still under the name of Kaylee Ray. So it's just kind of something I've seen before, and I'm just kind of done with it. I like I said, I personally think Davenport was it what would have been the smarter choice to give her, give the title opportunity now to. Considering the performance they had about or a month ago. Or even just a rematch. A one-on-one rematch would have been great. Um, But as far as the challenger I just, I don't know. Do you think that Sonya Deville could be the next challenger? Even though she, I don't, I don't necessarily think the toxic attraction is going to keep her in. But it could be that way of, you are my best friend. I pulled the strings to help you. Maybe she helps her win tonight. And now she tries to take it from her. Uh, see, I don't see, I don't really see that working out. Like she's just, she is essentially too toxic attraction at this point. What Sami Zayn is to the bloodline, a very valuable asset. Okay. So to implode that right away, to employ to implode that now would just not make much sense. Okay, I see where you're going with it. All right, well, uh, let's jump on to the next match. From best friends to now bitter enemies, and we have said it time and time again, what makes a better enemy in WWE other than your best friend outside of it? We have Roxanne Perez taking on Cora Jade in a Weapons Wild match. All right, I gotta ask, because they didn't do a lot of explanation on leading up to this. What the hell is a Weapons Wild match? Pretty much an Extreme, extreme Rules. Okay. They just didn't want to use the words extreme rules. All right. I just, I had to ask if anybody knew what that meant because. Well, more or less. I mean, it kind of is in the context of it. All you got to see was just, you know, it's it's pretty much extreme rules match, street fight, whatever have you. Pin him in the middle of the ring. That's all they care about. All right. So, um, looks like it's unanimous. Aside from Desario, we all chose Cora Jade and he went with Roxanne Perez. Do you know as to why he would have went with Roxanne? Actually, I do. Um, while you are looking for that, do you want to tell us why you picked Cora Jade? Um, I think just the the timing on her right now, um, it would make sense, especially if, I mean, granted, both women are legit competitors, do not get me wrong, but I kind of see Cora Jade being the more serious competitor in the women's division. Okay. And I think you can build up on her a little bit better than you can. A little Roxanne. bit better than you can, Roxanne, at the moment. Um so Desario's reasoning is just that the feud once the feud blows off, it needs to be um it needs to be Roxanne. Like he I think he's just looking for I think he's just looking for the baby face to get the win and maybe and the feud and start and the feud else makes up and then just makes up continue to evolve her as a character. I mean, she's she's been look. Uh, I know after her performance on SmackDown, they were looking at different matches for her and thinking about actually calling her up too soon. 
but I I don't see her getting called up before Jade. I don't see either one of them getting called up anytime soon. I think they both, as much as I love seeing their work, they still have a lot to work on. To work, uh, work on. So I think keeping them down in a, in the NXT system would be Beneficial. the smarter option. Yeah, no, I um, agree. Considering I've watched, I've got to watch Roxanne, be, and as young as she is, because she's only like twenty-two. No, she's exactly twenty years old. Okay, yeah. See, yeah. stupid young, stupid green in the business. Like she started at sixteen. She's got four years under her belt. I've gotten to see her, you know, again work through Ring of Honor and a little bit of Impact. Um, and I just don't think with those short stints that she really had with those companies that it did her enough justice to solidify her being, you know, WWE main roster just yet. Okay, so you'd like to see her work on her character and on herself a little bit before going up. Completely understandable. And, you know, usually when we get into these type of topics, you are the main person that kind of goes for that as you have watched throughout every other promotion, you know, aside from what we obviously cover on here. Yeah. Um, So take us into the next match. All right, so going into the next match, we have former Diamond Mind members, or teammates, Mm -hmm. Julius Creed versus Damon Kemp in an ambulance match. Stipulation to this match. Yes. Damon wins. Julius' brother Brutus is no longer part of the NXT brand. Oh. Um. So, Julius wins so your brother can keep his job. Please and thank you. Is there any on Julius's side? That is... No. That's just the only stipulation? That okay. is the only stipulation. Um, Quite frankly, I'm going to I'm gonna say it this way. Watching them go at it, especially this last Tuesday during that... um, Their, their, their little video conference or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a little rough to watch really bland like they're they they sounded like really robotic when trying to deliver their their messages to each yeah. other verbally but i'm excited to see what transpires they, in the ring yes because they also go back through like the days of co- their college days and amateur wrestling so they are very familiar with each other yeah most definitely i mean they even said it when the feud had started that they've known each other for a very long time they these these brothers and Damon have grown up together. Yeah. Essentially so. since college. But at the same time, like, you know, you got to see what's going to be more successful. And I think Damon has a chip on his shoulder because the Creed brothers were more successful than he was. They've already they've already held gold. My question is going to be this. Via the ambulance match, we as wrestling fans have gotten mad over different ways that they've ended ambulance matches. Going back to the three stages of hell between John Cena and Ryback, he put him through the ambulance and they called the end of the match. The ambulance never drove away. So do we do we see it driving away? Do they do we see it ending that way or do we see it just the doors closed and that's it? Personally, I'd love to see it where it drove away because that's how it used to be. Yes. But I wouldn't be mad necessarily given where we're at. If it was just a shut the door and it be done. Mm-hmm. But again, I'd rather see it, you know, door shut, ambulance drives away, sign- truly signifying the end of the match. I mean, I could also see it if they were to close the doors and then 
ref does like a 10 count. All right, you can't get up or out of the ambulance at the end of this 10 count. Yeah, we're calling it. What I really want to see is because unanimous pick, Julius wins across the board. Yes. Um, So I know I can't be the only one of us thinking how how sweet would it be mm-hmm. for Julius to put Damon in the back of that uh, ambulance. Yes. And his brother's the one driving. Oh, that would be absolutely beautiful. Or even Roderick Strong. Well, Damon has a beef to pick with Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. Or Roderick Strong has a beef to pick with because he did attack yeah. him. Yes. Going into a world's collide. Mm-hmm. So, that would be fun as well. I think that would be more of a taste of karma yes. from Roderick Strong driving away. And then you just have the Creed brothers like, goodbye, waving in the background. I still feel the Creed's owe Roddy an apology. A public oh, apology. Most definitely. For thinking Roddy was the one that betrayed them when we see who it really was now. I think we'll get that once Screw. Roddy really does come back. But I know he's kind of been MIA since the attack. So All right. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Oh, yeah. But now wrapping up the conversation on that match. Take us into our main event of the evening. Oh, I'd love to. NXT Championship on the line. We have a triple threat match. We have Braun Breaker taking on Ilya Dragunov, taking on JD McDonough. And the last time it has been mentioned that Braun Breaker was in a triple threat match, he lost. He lost. He got pinned. And uh, he lost his title. Here's the thing is he doesn't even have to be involved with the decision for him to lose the title. Which is going to be great. I want to point out some stuff that happened this past Tuesday on the Kevin Owens show. Because Kevin Owens was instigating like crazy and it was hilarious. I don't think it was Kevin that was instigating. It was more of the mind tricks of JD. No, Owens was definitely instigating a little bit. A little bit, but at the same time... Like, it was was hilarious. I I would say it was more the mind games from JD, because although Kevin Owens did kind of, like, poke the bears, it was mostly Braun and Ilya that went after each other, but JD just JD just sat in the corner. Mind you, Owens was taking shots at McDonough all night. One of my favorite lines was, JD, Mick, don't Google me. That was that was a good one. My other favorite, I have to say, was they don't want you to be NXT champion. I don't want you to be NXT champion. Your own mother oh, doesn't, doesn't want, want you to be NXT, NXT champion. champion. That was absolutely beautiful. Beautiful by Owens. I, I, I love that boiling down to the end of that segment. He's like, yeah, Michaels, you know, called me to host this and he wanted me to play Peacemaker and, you know, him explaining that throughout the throughout the segment. And then as you saw, like, Tension was at that T- point. Tension was boiling over. He 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 just looked dead into the camera, delivered the message to Michaels. Sorry, bud. Have and at just, it. Yeah. And left. That was probably the smartest thing he could have done in that segment. All right, let's get into our picks. So you and Desario actually chose Elia. I have to ask, is this for the reasoning I think it is? What is the reasoning you think it is? He never lost the title. Um, I know that is definitely my reasoning. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and assume Desario feels the same way because he does he did state that he feels Ilya needs this win a little more than the other two competitors. 
Um, but yeah, no, like put the title on a man that never really lost his championship. Mm-hmm. You can continue hit him feuding with JD McDonough, which would be still be great. And this would actually be, especially if you play your cards right and Ilya, mm-hmm. you know, submits or pins JD. Yes. That continues the feud on NXT for the title. Okay. Perfect. Right. Now you have a now you have a significant a good way to bring up Breaker. He's been around a lot of the uh premium live events he for has. the main roster. Yes. He also tweeted out recently that he's hoping um, Roman continues to be champion by the time he gets up to the main roster because he wants to be the one to dethrone the tribal chief. Guess what? Your platforms and stories are writing themselves, WWE. This is the best way to go about it from a fan's perspective. That would be absolutely beautiful. However, you want Ilya... Me and Flash are actually going against you and choosing J.D. McDonough. Again, you can still play it out the same way. You can. You can, JD you can still keep pin, that. J.D. pins or submits Ilya, and guess what? Breaker goes to the main roster. This feud continues. Yeah, most definitely. I just I think it's about time for J.D. to finally get a championship. I mean, he's had just the cruiserweight title. But I think it's time for him to have a big title. On I mean, at the time he had the cruiserweight title, the cruiserweights were still re- they they, they actually relevant. made the cruiserweights relevant. Yes, but thank you, Triple H. I think it's time for him to have the big picture title because both men, obviously, Breaker holding it currently. Ilya had to drop it due to injury, but JD is the one who hasn't held it, and I think it's time. Okay. Okay. I think we're I think we're about there. But I do want to talk about what happened afterwards. Oh. After the segment that you brought up. So closing moments. Um, Breaker and Ilya, they get into it. Obviously, JD steps away and is watching and just laughing because his mind games are finally working. Ilya I mean, he did down. try to get involved physically and that well, just didn't work out for, out for him very more well. More or less where I was going. Ilya takes down Breaker. JD tries to get involved to take down Ilya. Ilya takes down JD. Ilya holds the belt very high above his head, as in solidifying, I'm going to be the next one. And a certain former NXT competitor's music hits. None other than the youngest money in the bank holder, Austin Theory. Do you see him cashing in tonight? I... Maybe not tonight, but I can see him cashing in on the NXT champion because that'd be the best. That'd be the best career path at this point because there's no way in hell he's success. At this point, there's no way in hell he's successfully cashing in on Roman at any given point. Oh no, there's no way. But I mean, even if he were to cash in tonight to make it a fatal four way, you got to think this would also make history. Oh, this would be a first time for that. This would be for that in the sense of. First off, turning it fatal four away would be fucking phenomenal. But this is the first time you see money in the bank being cashed in, used NXT for NXT. Yes, and I think that I think that really would solidify NXT in a way. And I know that's what Triple H was working towards. And then due to Vince McMahon being Vince, Vince went, "Nope, this is a developmental. That's why we had 2.0. And now with going back to the the black and gold." we can solidify it yet again as a third brand for WWE. 
And I think it's time we do that. So, regardless, assuming he doesn't. Okay. Regardless of who wins. Mm-hmm. On the roster, on the NXT roster. Yes. Who do you think comes next? Um, Comes next, depending. I'd have to say, my mind, it depends upon who wins. Okay. Um, but I do, I do want to say slate entirely clean, no matter if Braun picks it up, Ilya picks it up, or JD picks it up. I want to see a rematch of, for Tyler Bate for the title. Because anytime he's really come for a rematch, JD's been put into it. Somebody else has been added into it, or he's been just, no, this isn't happening. I think he should get his shot back at it. At least to try again. So. I'd honestly love to see love to see him go for it. Um if if I were to go for another favorite of mine aside from Tyler Bate, honestly, take me to the moon. I'd love to see Cameron Grimes go for it. He he's been on a roll. He's a great competitor in NXT, and I'd like to see him at least hold this belt before they call him up to the main roster. And honestly, I pray that they call him up to the main roster soon cuz to that to the moon gimmick would get so over. It really would. So I I say Cameron Grimes. All right. So I'm glad me and you were sharing a headspace because I definitely want to see Grimes in the NXT World Title picture. He is a former champion in his own right, million dollar title, and I believe he's on of the North American yes, title. Yes. Okay. I I couldn't remember, so I was like, hey, fact check me here. Oh yeah, got you. Because, you know, you got that roster of champion, no matter what championship it is, kind of put aside there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'd love, because it'd be, it'd be awesome. Oh yeah, most definitely. I think that actually concludes uh, this episode. So we will see you guys back for the recap. Oh yeah. Um, don't forget to check out the kickoff show with uh, Sirius XM's Busted Open host, Dave LaGreca, because we're going to be on some LaGreca shit, and it's going to be fun. All right. We will uh, see you, and you guys can hear us later tonight for the recap. Enjoy the show, guys. Laters.